Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for September 11, 2018. So before I get into the word, let me just say this about September 11th. So this is a day that we will never forget, those that are in my generation. So I'd like to pause for a moment to remember those who lost their life, uh, their lives on September 11, 2001, and also all of those who have sacrificed since then. Um, in support of this great nation and in support of the global war on terrorism. So on today, before we get into the word, I'm asking you to pray. Pray for every soldier, sailor, airman, marine, and civilian that's deployed today in harm's way. And uh, pray for their family members. Uh, Pray that you would bring them back home, that you would reunite them, that God would keep their children and their their spouses while they're gone. Uh, Pray for every first responder as they go out to do what it is that God has graced them to do in this season. Um, See, Satan's kingdom is fueled by fear, and and that's the whole point of terror and terrorism. But Satan's kingdom will never win over God's kingdom. Uh, You know, terror and terrorism will never win. Love conquers hate, good conquers evil, and God conquers all. So just remember that on this September 11th. Let's get into the word now. So we've been studying a series entitled Standing on the Word from God. This is part 11. We've been studying the life of Abraham, and I want to go back to it today. Part 11 of Standing on a Word from God, and I'm calling this, well, today's title comes in the form of a question, and the question is, is there anything too hard for God? We get this from Genesis chapter 18, verses 11 through 14. Let's look at what the Bible says. Abraham and Sarah, the Bible says, were very old. (laughs) Now, I like to just pause because I do believe God has a sense of humor, If the Bible calls you old, then yeah, you're old. So Abraham and Sarah were not just old. The Bible says they were very old. And Sarah was past the right age for women to have children. So she laughed when she thought to herself, you know, that she was going to have a baby. She said, I'm old and my husband is old too. So us being old, am I still going to have pleasure? Am I still going to have a baby? And the Lord says to Abraham, listen, Sarah laughed. And she said to herself that she was too old to have a baby. But then this is the question that God asked Abraham concerning Sarah. He says, but is there anything too hard for me? It's like, look, I I saw your wife when she thought about the fact that she's, I said, she's still going to have this baby. And she thought to herself, she's too old. But here's my question. Yes, she's old. I got it. Yes, you're old. I got it. But here's my question, Abraham. Is there anything too hard for me? I mean, God is asking Abraham a question. Is there anything I can't do? Is there anything too hard for me? As a believer, we got to believe in a God who can do anything and a a God who's not a man. He's not limited like we're limited. There's nothing he can't do. We have to believe that there is nothing too hard for God. So what does this mean to you today? I have five things to share with you on this morning. As I get into these five things, I want you to open up your heart now to believe. Five things. Here we go. Number one, there are no impossibilities in God, literally. No impossibilities in God. There is nothing God can't do. There is no thing, nothing that God can't do. If you see an impossibility in your life, it is because you have failed to factor in God. You have failed to include God in the equation. If you have any equation in your life where that where the output of the equation is impossible, is because God is no no nowhere in the equation. If you insert God into the equation, then it's no longer impossible. What is impossible with humans is clearly possible with God. Number two, you limit 
God. I limit God. We all limit God's operation in our lives when we fail to believe him. Mark 9 and 23 says all things are possible to him that believes, but then that also means that there are things that are not possible to us if we fail to believe. So our we we limit God by our capacity to believe him. That's why we have to expand our capacity to believe him to the point where we believe in the impossible, where we can see the invisible, that there is nothing God can't do. So take every artificial limit that you've ever placed on our limitless God and believe in his limitless power. There is His power is limitless. So there's nothing God can't do. Open up your heart to human impossibilities. What is impossible with us is clearly possible with him. Number three, Abraham's body from the waist down. I've said this before, but I mean, we're still dealing with this. So I'm going to say it again. Abraham's body from the waist down was not working. He was 99 years old, right? He did, you know, I like to say he had no Viagra back then. And Sarah's womb had never worked, and she was 89 years old. So she couldn't have babies when she was 17, and here she is, almost 90. She's pushing 90, so she can't have babies. Her womb was dead. Her womb was not working. His stuff wasn't working anymore. So them having a baby was humanly impossible. But God wanted them to believe anyway. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about God said, fine. I, God will wait till a situation gets so bad that it is humanly impossible. Then he'll do it because he wants maximum glory out of the situation. If he did it earlier, you might've gave credit to someone else. If you did it, or if he did it earlier, you might've taken the credit. Thought you did it. No, 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 no. God will wait till it's so bad that if he does it now, he nobody can get the credit but him. It was humanly impossible. And he was like, yeah, I want you to believe anyway. If you can believe the impossible, if you can see the invisible, you will experience the supernatural. And this is how we are supposed to live. Let me tell you what the Bible says about it. In the New Testament, this is number four. The apostle Paul was writing about this whole incident, this whole you know experience that Abraham and Sarah had with God. And this is what he said in Romans chapter four. He says this about Abraham. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider the deadness of his own body. He did not consider his, bo his body now dead, even though he was about 100 years old. And nor did he consider the deadness of Sarah's womb. So he, you have the ability to consider. And, and Abraham says, Paul says this about Abraham. Well, he just didn't consider it. He just felt, you know what? I'm not going to consider that. I'm not going to give my mind over that. I'm not going to think about that. I'm going to think about God. He says he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief. He was strong in faith, giving glory to God. He was fully convinced that God was able to do what he said he would do. He was, he was fully convinced that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. He was fully convinced in God's limitless power. This had nothing to do with Abraham's power. This had nothing to do with Sarah's power. This had everything to do with God's power. And this is how we are supposed to live. So I'm going to just highlight a couple of things from what I just read in Romans chapter 4. That was Romans chapter 4 verses 19 through 21. So a couple of things I want to highlight. Look at me. You get to choose what you consider. Think about that for a minute. You get to choose what you think about. You get to choose what you consider. Yes, Abraham's body was not working. Yes, it is true that Sarah's womb had never worked, but God gave them a word, a promise, and they chose to consider God's word, God's promise over their circumstances. See, faith is a choice. You must choose what God said over what you see. Let me say that again. You must choose what God said over what you see, and you get to 
to choose. You get to decide what you consider. See, Abraham, the Bible says, did not waver. You know why he didn't waver? Because he did not consider. I, I quoted that to you from the New King James Version. The King James Version, traditional King James says, he staggered not at the promises of God through unbelief because he considered not the deadness of his own womb. Uh, no, he considered not his body now dead, even though he was about 100 years old, nor the deadness of Sarah's womb. So think about it. He staggered not because he considered not. From the version that I read, he wavered not because he considered not. See, you get to choose what you consider. If you consider everything that the world is saying, if you sit there and just ponder uh, all the negative uh, aspects of the situation, then what you know what's going to happen is you are going um, to put weight, more weight in what this world is saying than what God said. You get to consider. And if you start to consider the negative aspects, you're going to waver. You're going to stagger. But if you consider not, then you're going to stagger not. If you consider not, then you're going to waver not. You get to choose. You know what? You can say, you know, I, I know I'm not, I'm not delirious. I know that the situation seems crazy. I'm not delirious. I know what the doctor said. I have the doctor's report. I know what the lawyer said. I have the report from the courts. I know. I know. I mean, this is not, it's not like I'm crazy, but you know what? I'm not going to consider that because God gave me something else to consider. I have a report from this world. I have a report from the Lord. And the Bible says, ask the question, whose report are you going to believe? I'm going to choose to believe the report of the Lord. That's living by faith. This is how we're called to live. God knew that Abraham's body was not working. God knew that Sarah's womb had never worked, and he knew that before he gave them the promise, right? So if God factored out those things when he factored in his power, who are you to factor in what God already factored out? If you start factoring in things that God already factored out, you're going to mess around and put a no where God put a yes. If God put a yes on something, then accept the yes, doesn't matter how impossible it looks. If you start putting a no where God put a yes, you're going to miss out on God's best. Don't put a no where God put a yes. Stop factoring in what God already factored out. God already knew it was going to be crazy when he said it, but he wants you to believe him anyway. This is the life of faith. Paul tells us that Abraham was fully convinced. He was fully persuaded, and that's how we're supposed to live. Number five, and finally, there is nothing, literally no thing that God cannot do. There's nothing too hard for God. If he said it, then he can do it, but you must open up your heart to it. And then once you open up your heart to it, then you got to keep on believing. No matter how long it takes, it shall come to pass. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice now and re repeat after me. Speak this over your life. Say, Father, this is a season of expectation for me. I live in expectation of your promises in my life. I am a believer and not a doubter. I walk by faith and not by fear. I resist fear, doubt, and unbelief. I am convinced that there are no impossibilities for you. What is clearly impossible for me is also clearly possible for you. So I live in expectation of divine manifestation. I am fully persuaded. I am completely convinced. And I know in my heart that every promise you have spoken over me shall come to pass in my life before I die. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Apply it and prosper. And listen, 
There are no impossibilities in God. None. Zero. Zilch. Open up your heart to God's dream. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. There's a subscribe button on the right-hand side of the website. Please subscribe so that you get the emails, you get the messages from me. Also, as you head into this day, open up your heart. Take every artificial limit you've ever placed on your limitless God and throw those things away. God already factored them out, so don't factor them back in. There are impossibilities. Open up your heart. Believe the impossible. Look into, peer into the invisible, and the supernatural will happen for you. Before you leave the screen, please share this with someone that you know. God bless you.